Hi there. Welcome back to another episode of the Better Events Podcast. I'm Logan Clements, one of your co-hosts. And this week, we are officially in the triple digits for episodes of the Better Events Podcast. From the early days of just an idea between two friends to now, episode 100 in season three. It has been an epic ride here with the podcast. And this week, we have a very special episode where we're kind of reflecting on some of the highs and lows of having a podcast and some of our favorite moments. And then lastly, we hear from you listeners about why you love events. And Mary and I share a little bit more about our whys. It is just a fun celebration of the podcast, as well as some nuggets in there for you to take and add to your own why about why you love events. So enjoy. Welcome to the Better Events Podcast. Join two event strategists, Logan Clements and Mary Davidson, who believe we can all create, host, and attend better events. In this podcast, you will learn about event strategy and actions that you can use today as an event host, planner, or manager. Hear directly from the people are creating innovative and inspiring events today and tomorrow and grow your business along the way. Now, let's get started and thanks for listening to the Better Events Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Better Events Podcast. We are genuinely thrilled to be with you. This is Mary Davidson, one of your co-hosts, and we I'm joined by Logan Clements, our other co-host, and it is our 100th episode. Woo! <laughs> We've been waiting for this moment for 99 episodes, and here we are. Wow, what a oh my celebration. Gosh. I can't believe, Mary, that we are finally here in triple digits. It's like, I don't know, I just feel like it's a new milestone. We've unlocked a new level of this podcast, and... Uh, I feel so grateful that we have continued to do this. As we've learned, there's a lot of podcasts that don't make it to this point. They don't mm-hmm. make it to episode 100. So um, we're happy to be part of the 100 Club. Absolutely. And hopefully, you know, hundreds more to come. we got plans for the future. So thank you, everyone, for whether you've been sticking with us from the beginning or you just popped in or you've been listening for a little while. We we're just so happy you're here. And that's why we one of the reasons why we keep going. And so We're going to celebrate 100 episodes today, but before we do, we're going to start off with, of course, a conversation starter, which is, um, Logan, I'm going to ask it to you first. When you are 100, what do you want your legacy to be? Good luck. Yeah, we're not going with an easy conversation starter for our 100th episode here, are we? Uh, This is one that I'm just coming off some time uh, out of the office and on vacation, and I definitely, in my moments of having stepped away from work was like trying to think a little bit more and harder about my why and my big, big picture for why I do what I do. Um, And it did have me start thinking about this question about legacy. So unfortunately, I didn't come up with an answer (laughs) in this reflection time. And so when I'm 100 and I listen back to this, I'm not going to hold myself responsible for exactly what I'm going to say. But I'd like to think that my legacy when I'm 100 will be that I have empowered I want to say women, but honestly, anybody who comes behind me in the events industry to either have an, you know, more clarity in that process, an easier ride, and just kind of like smooth things out from, you know, in my wake for those that come behind me. So whether it's this podcast and doing educational things, um, that's something that always excites me is training, working with, and like mentoring folks who are new to the industry. So I'd like to think when I'm 100, that'll be a part of my legacy. But Mary, how about you? When you're 100, what will your legacy be? Also really challenging. I think though right now I would love if it were like like just memories that I had made with other people. 
Um, and I think that's part of events too, is like we're creating memories. Memories are something that are important to me. And so I justify a lot of decisions or like <laughs> financial decisions. <laughs> I want to make memories. I'm motivated by making memories. Um, and so I hope that that is an impact where people, I have a lot of memories with people when I'm 100 and they have a lot of memories with me. Um, or I've been able to help create memories for other people. So I think that's like a, a piece of it. And then also, you know, check back in however many years when I'm 100. But I think right now, something that I also hope would be a part of it, Logan, you touched on like what you want your impact to be in the event industry. And I um, I want to help advocate for a space of, of wellness that I don't think really lives in our industry. And I've heard other people talk about it lately. So I hope... Um, in 70 years that it's going to be just the norm and that maybe that might look a little different um, in our industry, but hopefully I can make some type of an impact on that. So, wow. We'll have to see if this comes, if this happens. This is one of those clips we're going to save and put in our virtual um, box that we open in however many years. <laughs> yeah. It's a little time capsule for future yeah. us to, to find out, but we're 100 episodes deep, Better Events Ooh. Community. Like I, again, I, I just feel like we've had this, this like milestone on our, our planning calendar for so long that I, again, it's not like I didn't think we would get here. It's just very cool to like have a moment to reflect and celebrate being here. And that's what this episode truly is going to be. So listeners, you can expect for us, we're going to talk a little bit more about what we've learned so far from the podcast, some challenges we face, some of our favorite moments. And then we're going to hear from you. Thank you to some of the listeners who've submitted uh, why you love events. Again, that's kind of at the end of the day, Mary and I, our, our legacy and why we continue to do this podcast. So much of it is this love we have for the events industry. So we're going to hear from some of you who have submitted your answers. We're going to share our whys. Um, and then we'll end like we always do with our with our bonus tip. So I don't know, Mary, with like 100. I mean, what have we learned so far in 100 episodes? <laughs> A lot. Like from a podcasting perspective, what have we learned? Well, microphones um, matter. <laughs> microphones matter. Once again, you go look at our go listen to um, our first few episodes. And oh, that's the other thing, though, is we did just jump in. I feel like we didn't really wait till we had all the answers. We definitely prepared some things like a lot of things, but we also started. And I think that was a, that was something that I am proud of looking back that we we started and I don't regret that and we made it better over time. It wasn't 100 percent when we started and that's okay. Yeah, Not I that think that 100 percent now we're still you know it's like continual learning. Yeah, I think that was a big thing. I mean, we never would have had a pod. I will say I've said this on the podcast before, but I'll say it again. I wouldn't have a podcast without Mary. Like having an accountability right. partner was just kind of like we're gonna do it, and then it was yeah we planned and we you know, schemed as much as we could to make sure we were prepared for when we dropped episode one, but it was, you know, we just had to do it and it was scary. It's, it's also yeah. hard. We have some friends who are thinking about starting podcasts or folks. I know whenever we meet people who know us from the podcast, it comes up and a lot of people, there's like fear there. And it's not saying that Mary and I weren't scared. It was just, it was scary, but we did it because what's the worst that can happen, you know, as you put something out there and maybe people don't listen. Um, but moms listen and that's okay. That was our goal. Again, yeah, maybe set reasonable goals was we just wanted our moms to listen to this podcast and maybe a few other people. And we have really surpassed that initial goal um, with the with the podcast. And I think it just it's just been really fun for me to get to know Mary better. I feel like for us to share our thoughts. And it's been really interesting to hear what resonates with other people because 
Um, having a podcast, I feel like can be very vulnerable at times, but that it can also be very validating because Mary and I are voicing opinions and things that often are said in private conversations or behind closed doors. And we're putting it out there for you to listen to. But then the feedback that we get that things are resonating with you listeners, I feel like has been so validating and so powerful for kind of having those, those moments. I'm really glad you said that. I think it's so true because like us talking to each other right now, I, and I'm like, I'm in my office and looking outside, no one's around me. It's just you and me. So it feels weird that people actually listen and it's, it's cool. And so like Logan said, when we get your feedback, your emails, your messages, it's like, yeah, it is like, wow. Okay. So, so people are actually listening. And um, obviously we see that from the stats as well, but to hear and hear your feedback that you're giving us is like, I don't know. It just, it makes it real right now. It doesn't feel real when we're recording, but then when we see the feedback, it, it seems real. And then something else I was thinking about too, and maybe this is more of a um, one of, like one of my favorite things about having the podcast is that we have met so many people through the podcast. And I was thinking about it like um, people have you know reached out Logan, and then um, we'll talk to them, and then next thing we know, they're coming to some networking event, professional thing that we're also at, or we meet up with them, and then next thing we know, we're actually meeting them in person, and then we're friends, and then it's like this whole thing and. I was thinking of a couple of contacts and colleagues that we have because I'll forget sometimes, you know, it's like, how did we meet? And then it's like, oh, you listened to the podcast and then you reached out. And that's how this whole like friendship has begun. How crazy is that? And so that's been really, really cool to to see. It's again, we love hearing from you listeners. I think we always say this every episode, but we really do because yes, like Mary said, it can also be a very like lonely experience podcasting because it's just Mary and I here in a room and we're trusting that again, you're listening to us maybe on a walk or as you're getting ready for the day or if you're exercising or on your commute. And so whenever we just kind of get some of that feedback, it's, it's, it's so much fun. It's really so much fun. I feel like another part that we've learned from this podcast is also to embrace uh, our different journeys as business owners in the event industry, as event professionals in a way that um, I think when I, I know I've had the assumption when we started the podcast that you guys would love all of our guests and those would be way more popular than just Mary and I talking. And we have found that's really not the case. It's almost the opposite that most of you listeners really love our episodes. It's just Mary and I talking. And that's probably because we can dive into a little bit more um, of the nitty gritty about our topics. Um, and some of our guest episodes, they are quite popular, but at times it's like, if you look at our top ones, it's really the ones just Mary and I, and a lot of the ones that are laying out some like event basics event 101 and that is just really cool to know like i i just that gives me goosebumps i feel like when i first noticed that that was kind of where a lot of folks were finding the value in our podcast yeah definitely and we've talked about this before but it's absolutely worth mentioning from a podcasting perspective of what we've learned is that consistency matters and i think that applies to a lot of parts of your career and business or anything that is kind of like social related like um, being able to release, you know, weekly episodes every Wednesday from the beginning, except that one week we do in December, that's a break is <laughs> like, it, I think it, I think it's made a difference. I think consistency is important. Consistency matters. And, um, we finally, and I think that's another lesson learned, been able to, to see that, but it took a while, you know, those, those responses and engagements don't really come until until later, until there is consistency. And I think that's been amazing. That's what I tell people when they want to start a podcast. I'm like, well, are you going to do it and then just do one and then one later? Like you want to do it consistently. And that's been great, great for us too, to be able to keep the cadence just from like a planning perspective. 
Yeah. It's all about momentum. You know, what Mm -hmm. you just said, Mary, of like the consistency of it. And it wasn't a one hit wonder. You know, I think we're still, it's very exciting because we're building momentum, but it's also like the sky's the limit. We could have as much momentum as we want. Um, We're not necessarily trying to make this podcast something that's like in the top 10 charts. If that happened, that's amazing. But also we love you listeners. And I feel like we have a near, like a niche, like little deer community that we love so much. Um, but that, yeah, the number of re- the amount of research we did on some other event podcasts, and I constantly am looking to see if new ones come out and the number yeah. of ones I see that did it for 10 episodes and stopped. And some of them have great content. And there's a couple, I wish I like could email them and be like, yeah. hi, can you restart your podcast? It was really good, yeah. but they stopped. Um, cause the other cool part with podcasting and from this that I've realized is we talk about just starting and having the confidence just to, just to go for it. But some of our top episodes are from those like first five, six, seven episodes. And we tried to pick like good topics and good in the word in the sense that it would really align with this podcast. And it's really fascinating to see that even if maybe our audio quality wasn't the best or our flow was still getting into like a groove, you know, we were still figuring it out. Like there was still some good content there. Um, and that was, that's been really cool to, to notice because I think that also is a way if you have our newer listener and you haven't listened to our earlier episodes, I would go back and listen. Um, they're fun just to kind of be both a refresher and, uh, our topics, I think like the North star episode and also about run of shows. Like those are ones that just constantly people are still listening to, which is really cool. Yeah. And there's always like more ideas. We have more ideas. We get sent ideas. There's like so much to talk about, which I was surprised when I was looking back at our last 99 episodes. I'm like, what have we talked about? You know, and there we've talked about a lot, but there's so much more still that we could cover or dive deeper into. And so the event industry is complicated. There's, you know, that's exciting for me looking ahead. There's a lot more content that we could for sure cover. So that's looking forward to that for sure. And I think we've had a lot of good highlights and favorite moments and we've called some of them out. But Logan, what are some of your other favorite moments that we've had? feel like before we get into the pause, the, you know, keep going on this high of how great it is. I do want to share a challenge that I feel like we had with the podcast because, you know, we talked about it is consistency. And I will say, like, I think you and I did a good job of making sure that episodes are getting out weekly. But for a behind the scenes look, like listeners, that took effort. When we first started the podcast, we were like convinced we should do them recording them weekly to release the next week. Or maybe we would record one or two at a time. But it became like a lot of work. It was really hard to find time that both Mary and I could sit down and record and then we have to edit it and get it out there. And I just remember it being almost a struggle. And then all of a sudden realizing, Mary, you might remember how we realized it, but it was like, what if we just started batching and doing my, might've been, you had that idea. I feel like of like, let's put, you know, a three hour block on our calendar and sit down and record together. And I feel like we were worried it could make the content stale, but it actually was really helpful just because it's like, it, it, helped us focus on it when we were in it. And it took a little bit of that burden off and we've been able to flex and adjust as we've gotten busier and other things in our different event seasons. But um, I know for me, the batching part, I feel like helped us overcome a challenge that maybe if you were by yourself can feel insurmountable because you just get tired of having to do it all the time. Yeah, definitely. I think talking about the challenges is important and batching has been like a lifesaver. And then also like it, how we've done it has just really changed a lot. Like Like you said, we didn't always batch. We also, our roles have shifted. (laughs) Like I used to edit them and then you would do social and now I do social and you edit them. And it's, it's just funny. Like we've, we've shifted it as it's gone on because that's what works. We've also switched platforms that it's hosted on along the way. We joined a network that changed some things. And so yeah, there's been a lot of 
lot of changes, but I think that's, that is a challenge and a lesson learned, just like kind of rolling with it. Like you gotta, you gotta do what works. And this is what worked was changing things up along the way. And we'll probably change them up again in the future. Like who knows, whatever, whatever makes sense. But yeah, I'm glad you called that out for sure. Yeah. Episode 200. I feel like you never know, maybe we'll have completely pivoted it all once again. Well, all um, our episodes will be generated by chat GPT. And <laughs> that's what happen. Oh dear God. That'd be terrifying. Um, I feel like another challenge has been as we've gained momentum has also been trying to figure out who we bring on the podcast. I know when we first started, we were just so excited to have whoever we could on the podcast. And if anything, we maybe um, almost had too many guests in there. Uh, and now we've become a little bit, we've slowed that down a little bit to have a little more space in our episodes for Mary and I to have solo episodes with just us and then ones with guests. And we've tried to be a little bit more, um, I don't know if you'd say like choosy, but just a, bit, a little bit more curated in who we kind of asked to come on the podcast and talk to you as an audience, because um, you guys all probably get them. There's a lot of people out there trying to promote their services. And we love that community over competition of really trying to bring everybody up. But we also want to make sure it feels like you're learning something. There's an educational aspect. It's not just a sales experience. Um, and so that's been really not necessarily, I wouldn't say a bad challenge. It's kind of a fun challenge to navigate and figure out, like Mary said, we've been rolling with it and figuring out what you guys like listening to. Um, but it has definitely like our guest flow has changed since when we first started. And then also we've really um, tried to figure out ways that we can involve listeners more, highlighting episodes like this, like you're going to hear if you haven't heard an episode like this format before. Um, where we have recordings or questions or things come in. We've done this a few times. And I think that's, we hope to even have, have more things. I think this is a continual journey for us is to figure out how to involve you all that are listening. So if you have ideas, please let us know but that we want this to be more of a community experience. And so um, that's been fun, I think, to think about um, how we can do that more and make it not just you and me or, or our guests, but the actual community and how we can hear from you. So continual learning there as well. Hey, were there any other high or challenges you want to you want to share with our audience before we talk about some highlights? Sure, there were others, but I think those are are the big ones. So yeah, let's talk about highlights. Yeah, I think uh one of my one of my one of my favorite moments I feel like was seeing Mary's reaction to a recent episode <laughs> of Will Curran talking about event trends. And mm. listeners, this is a podcast. We know the audio matters. But we also do record the video. So for those of you who watch us on YouTube um, and in some past episodes, Spotify, when it was hosting our video um, video podcast, we had them there. But Mary's facial reaction, just great to when Will Curran reveals, you know, an event trend that's coming up. And I'm not even going to reveal more than that. You're going to have to go back and listen. <laughs> but it was pretty priceless. Um, and just, for sure. again, yeah. one of those moments that I'm like, oh, I'm so happy that we do these things live. They're recorded for you, your, your enjoyment later, but they are live. Mary, how about you? What's a highlight from the podcast? Oh my gosh, I'm trying to think. I think like some some highlights for me have been um, some like behind the scenes in the sense of when we tried to record an episode in the the booth that's meant for one person. Tried, and, like, we achieved it. Space. We did. We, we totally achieved it. Achieved it. It's it was a little weird, but we did it. Um, just some of those behind the scenes recordings. Yeah, actually, you know what? As we're talking about this, so we started this podcast during. COVID. And so we were, well, and like just the world of remote work. Also, we work for ourselves. So all these things combined 
We were recording separately, as we still do most of the time. But there are times when we will get together and record together. Those still weird me out. I'm not used to them. But the first time we did it in your apartment, besides when we when we did this in the co-working space, when you're looking at me while I'm talking and I'm like, why are you why are you looking at me? It's the weirdest thing to have sit next to someone and they're just staring at you while you're talking to the screen because we're podcasting. It was maybe you had to be there. I don't know, but I was actually. I think this might be in an episode. I like. It's I like in there. I, you, I was weirding you out because I was staring. I was. Well, you were wanting me to look at the screen, which I thought looked weird. And we should. We were sitting side by side, listeners. So I feel like it makes sense to stare at the person in real life. But Mary wanted me to stare at the screen because it was really weirding her out. It was really funny. Oh, weird. It was weird. Yeah. It was a thing. But just like fun moments recording with you. It's been so fun. Like you said, I think it would be hard if we were doing it by ourselves. A lot of people do. And kudos to to you who do that. But I definitely feed off your energy. And I think it's cool that we can do it together. So there's been lots of like funny behind the scenes things like that. Um, which have, have given me a lot of pleasant memories. I also love our conversation starters. They kind of throw me off. So I think that's fun. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No one's given us specific feedback about theirs. So we hope listeners you enjoy those because well, they are kind of a fun way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're they're yeah. they hopefully they spark you a little weirdness for you. I think for me the highlight was Mary, were you asking what was the one? It was like, what was your favorite kitchen utensil? That was a fun one. Oh, and oh. random. <laughs> I love the random ones. Those are where it's at for sure. And we've just been covered, we've been able to cover so much good content too, as I'm looking at these past episodes and like I know I've learned so much. I'm like selfishly like, yeah, can we have a guest on to talk about that? Because I actually do not know enough about that stuff and I need to learn. And so it's been selfishly like um, beneficial to to learn a lot of these things that we've been talking about. Well, and I think that speaks to, I mean, I'm just very, again, proud of how we've let this podcast evolve and 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 grow with kind of like our interests, because I do think you and I really identify a lot with our listeners and hopefully, you know, there's hopefully another version of us that are out there and listening to this. And so ideally, if it's content that you and I get excited about, then, you know, it's somebody else who's out, who's like us out there or not like us and trying to have a different experience. Um, and I know I've really loved a lot of our episodes that have to deal with being a small business owner. While I love the event industry and events is like my passion, it also is pretty lonely at times being a business owner. And I remember some of those feelings I had when I first started my business. And that's, I think, Mary, you and I have an interesting dynamic on that because we're in just different timelines of where we are in our business. And I just always think back to past me back in like 2016 being like, if I had something like this, that just would help me hear another perspective on the things I'm going through. It's maybe not providing solutions, but at least I'm not feeling validated that what some of the feelings I have, I'm not alone because it really can be really hard. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. And I'm glad it can create, you know, a space for that for sure. Um, there's so many. I'm excited to see what happens moving forward. So stay tuned, everyone. It's going to be fun to have answer these questions again. And I don't know, 50 episodes or 100 episodes, we'll see what happens. But You know, yeah. yeah I mean, listeners do the math. Weekly episodes. I mean, that's like get to another 150 or 200, it's going to be another like year and a half from now. So we are, we have big plans for the Better Events podcast to continue to, to flourish and grow in the future, but uh, very excited. I do want to transition us a little bit into why we sharing why we love events. And this is like to Mary's point of how we want to encourage you listeners. 
Um, and we had a lovely survey that was back in our show notes. If you're listening to this episode, unfortunately, uh, the show will keep the link open, but it will be just used for future episodes as a way to collect your questions. Um, we did used it for a mailbag episode in the past, but thank you to these folks that we're about to read off or listen to their answers who submitted it um, to share why they love events. Um, our first listener is Kim Grossman, and she wrote in saying for why she loves events. She said, I love bringing people together, especially for a good cause, creating memories, laughter, and so much more, just creating an evening to remember. I feel like I just get the warm fuzzies reading. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. Couldn't agree more. Thank you, Kim. And and while we're talking through why we love events, listeners definitely think of, you know, why you love events. I think we can like very openly admit that we love and hate them, love, hate relationships sometimes, but this is a celebration of events today. And so thank you, Kim, for sending in why you love events, Um, which brings us to our second listener who sent in, um, a answer to why she loves events. And this is from Cora Vincent. Cora, thank you so much. Cora says, I love creating memorable moments for people that will create lasting memories with their loved ones. Oh, I like that. Making it even more personal. And memories again, memories and moments. Yes. And to your point, Mary, I think this is also good listeners and folks who submitted your answers. Like if you don't have some version of this answer of why you love events on your website or on your social media or in something with your personal brand, I I would highly encourage you to do so because you're going to hear a lot of overlap of, but there's also that personal spin on it of why, why you do what you do that I think is just so important. And our next listener, um, I see submitted an audio clip. So we're going to hear why I see loves events. Hmm. What do I love about events? I just love the power of the live, the live event. Live is alive. That's what I say. I love the power and connection that we have when we meet in person, where we get to meet new people, hear different stories, chilling over a coffee while you're waiting for uh, the next speaker or joined at the hip, singing your favourite artist's song. There's just something about being in person and connecting with another human being with something that you love or something that you're both inquisitive about or something that you're just a fanatic about. I love the live experience. It just connects us all better. Live is alive. I think, I mean, I see I was just like picturing you the talk of being over coffee and I think it's so, so cool that in-person events, like you say, there are those those serendipitous moments and connections you can make uh, just being in the right room or the goosebumps you get when you're all collectively doing an activity together. Um, but before we share a couple more of the answers our listeners sent in, Mary, do you want to share why you love events? For me, and I feel repetitive because I know I've said this before, but it's true. I, I for, for me to be motivated in life, I need to be a part of something that I feel is bigger than me. And that's just like, because if it was all about me, I'd be doing very different things with my life. And so I love events because they create these things that are about other people. They bring people together to to make change or to celebrate or to make memories like we've talked about. But whatever it is, it's enabling people to come together to do something, Um, some goal, some communal goal that they have. And I think that's really powerful. I think that we miss that a lot of times in society, especially now. But these are opportunities for people to come together for something. And I love to be a part of that. That perspective is what motivates me to keep me going with events. 
And so that's, that's why I love events. What about you, Logan? Why do you love events? I feel like I resonate very deeply with Cora of the memory making of it all. Again, a lot of our answers are overlapping in the, in the common themes, but I, I love knowing that something I'm doing is creating a moment that somebody out there is going to be able to recall, hopefully with a fondness or a joy or whatever emotion we were trying to, but usually a positive emotion, like they learned something or they felt something. And that's so much of like, I pull on that from my personal experience of like why I love working sporting events and doing the game presentation, the entertainment side of a live sporting event. And it's often because if I can go back and pick out what 10-year-old me remembers from going to a Philadelphia Phillies game, I'm sorry, I don't remember the score of the game, but I do remember the Philly fanatic, our mascot and his antics and like hexing the pitcher and him playing with his belly and like sticking his little tongue out that comes out. Like these are what are like seared in my memory as very positive and joyful days with my family, but I couldn't tell you the score of the game. So I feel like in events, I get so excited and I get goosebumps literally in moments, certain moments that I'm just like, Ooh, that's a moment that someone's going to go home and talk to someone about being like, I can't believe this happened or this was so amazing. Let me tell you about it. And so that's what really motivates me when creating these events and having some long days or long hours or tough situations is often like it's all the payoff is there because we're creating these memories for people. I love that. Definitely. I, and that was very descriptive. I like the imagery you use. Now I can totally see that mascot doing his thing. So that's awesome. Telling you, memory is powerful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Well, okay. So let's go ahead and then listen to some of our other guests or listener submissions that we have. So next we have um, Rita Ramey, who has shared, I love events because they allow people to connect in ways they otherwise would not. All people need a sense of belonging and events can provide that for them. I really like, that's a great thought. Yep, definitely. Yeah, creating like events, create those spaces that just out mm -hmm. of, you know, you can create a space out of nothing and with an event and bring people together that never would have met. I mean, Mary and I met at an event, so. That's right. Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> Our next one comes from Matrice Williamson and their reason why they love events is making people happy. People love to gather with purpose. I enjoy creating the space for those events to take place. So again, creating communities, purpose, happiness. I mean, these are all, again, really feeling like if you're not pumped up at the end of this, <laughs> I don't know if you want to work in events. <laughs> Definitely. All right. So we have our last one, which we are very excited for from friend of the podcast, Alicia. Alicia sent in an audio clip. So let's go ahead and listen to that. Hello, Better Events Podcast. My name is Alicia. I'm a freelance producer um, based in the Seattle area. And what I love about events is the sense of satisfaction and completion in the projects. I feel like compared to so many jobs in the world, we get to go into a blank slate, build something from the ground up, create a whole world, and then tear it all down so it doesn't exist anymore. And the satisfaction of the end of like, we did that job, we created and brought into existence every part of it. And then we took it all down again. And you don't have to wonder like, did we do it? Is it are we done? Should we go back? Like, nope, it's gone. We built it and we tore it down. And that level of satisfaction of having completely made something um, is pretty singular. And I really love it. That was a great point, Alicia, because we haven't really like talked about that. And it's just like, it's so true. So thank you for bringing this up. I love it. 
Yeah, no, I definitely, I mean, I, I get the visuals like you talk about, yeah. you mentioned Mary, but like the visual of it of like, yes, you are, you create something from nothing. At the end, sometimes it goes back, the physical space goes back to nothing, but the memories and the feeling and the community can right. still live on yeah. past that. I always say it feels like a group project that you've completed, like at school, if you are working on a big project and then you do all this and then it's over and it's exciting and it feels good, but then you get to do it again. So. <laughs> yep. No, very exciting. All the best ways. Yeah. Well, before we wrap up, Mary, any final thoughts? Like episode 100. I'm going to keep saying it because I just feel like it's so cool. 100. Um, I don't know if I have any final thoughts that haven't been said, but just thank you to everybody. Thanks for sticking with us. Thanks for listening again. And hopefully in the future, we hope that you can share this with your friends, your event community, that you continue to learn from it. Um, and just, I don't know, I'm feeling grateful. I'm feeling excited. What about you, Logan? Yeah, I feel like I am. I'm just very happy. I, I love hearing from listeners. I feel like we ended this the way, again, the, the direction of why we started the podcast was always about the listeners and the community and sharing knowledge. And so getting to have you guys who filled out Kim, Cora, Icy, Rita, Matrice, and Alicia, thank you for contributing your voices to this because I think that's just like the power of this podcast and what is so cool about getting to do this. And again, this is something that you and I, Mary, we do for fun. And this, that like community part keeps it fun in addition to what all the other fun things that we do. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So I'm glad we did this episode. I'm excited for episode 200 to come in the future. Um, and I think we'll, we'll close with a bonus tip and I have that today. So of course we got to keep our structure, even though it's our 100th episode. So our bonus tip for today, I'm like trying to think, should I give something that's like, an event tip or something that's like way more on par with episode 100. We're going to keep it events because that's why we're all here, right? So <laughs> um, my bonus tip for today is in the past, I think Logan had a bonus tip about having a custom playlist for your event. Well, this is a little bit of a spin off that, which is to have a custom playlist for your, your event, but it's it'd be amazing if it's from someone who's like a friend of the organization and they play live music and it's their playlist. It's like their SoundCloud, their Apple music or whatever it is. Um, we did this for an event recently. It was a, a teacher at a school and he did music on the side. And so he had music that we played during the opening of an event. And it was just a fun way to involve a supporter or a friend. Um, that's a little spin off a of Spotify playlist. So it's still, you know, that house background music, but a little different. And so that's my bonus tip for today. Thank you, Mary. That's a great bonus tip and hopefully plants the seed for some future events if you are planning those listeners. But that brings us to the end of our episode. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, all at Better Events Pod. You can send us an email at bettereventspod at gmail.com. And you can always connect with Mary or I directly on LinkedIn. We seriously, we love hearing from you. And that's another way to get in touch with us. But as always, thank you for listening. Episode 100, Woo! many more hundreds to go, but we are now people in the triple digits. I'm again, just so grateful for you all. And we will be back in your feeds with episode 101 next Wednesday. Thanks, everybody. Bye.